Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hello and welcome once again to the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy. With me as always, reporting in from his secure bunker in another location, lovely and talented Mr. Patrick. Hey everybody, how are you? How are you doing today, Patrick? I'm quite well, my friend. How are you? Oh, well, not too bad. I fell in Stop and Shop today. That's uh, not good. I went to go not buy good. baby carrots because, damn it, I'm doing something for me that's healthy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that and then sounds I good. promptly wiped out on wet floor. Um, ah, did you not see wet floor sign or did they uh, not the, have wet floor it, sign? No, there was a wet floor sign, but it was not... It was not covering the whole area properly, I guess. Like, it was kind of in the middle of the spill, and the water was kind of everywhere, and I couldn't see the water, through, you know, because I'm wearing a mask. Right, right. So I okay. couldn't really see it, and I just whoosh, did a little okay. Mr. Wilson off the skateboard. And that'd do it. Yeah. Do so it. my knee hurts a little bit, but I don't know if it's just because I hit it. I'm just, I'm hoping I didn't tear anything. That's all. Well, if you can walk around and it's not killing you every second, you should yeah. be okay. It should yeah, that's what I think. A bump. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think too. Like my hip hurts. A couple things yeah. hurt. You're not young hurt. and you can't fall down and bounce right no. anymore. No, I cannot. <laughs> Everybody's like, do you need help getting up? I'm like, no, but uh, just give Thank me a second. Anyway. <laughs> just give me a second. Like I understand exactly. that I'm laying on the floor in your establishment and you would like me off of it. I would like that as well. Just give me a minute to compose myself. Uh, and I will be gone. And I'll, Yeah, let me get up. I felt bad. The poor, like, uh, cart guy. Yes. Who I, it's, I think, on the spectrum, since I think all the cart guys on it are I on the spectrum in that place. Yeah. He was like, sir, do you think it was my fault? I'm like, I think you're in the clear, buddy. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, they kind of worry about that kind of stuff. I felt bad. I'm like, no. they'll get him right up. Yeah, don't worry. Well, no, I mean they had to do a uh, they had to do a um, accident report and all that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they're like they might call you about it. And I'm like that's fine. Yeah, you know, yeah. just hopefully it, I'm all right. Say it's nobody else's fault, and I didn't even notice and all the nonsense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, the kid didn't trip me intentionally. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like it's not like I set it up to be like, oh, I'm cashing out on a big payday. <laughs> No. Falling in the grocery store. <laughs> oh, believe me, uh, if I was hurt, I'd be like, please give me the money. But, you know. Like, yeah. That, they usually just pay your doctor bills. They don't really give you money. They oh, pay no, no. Your there, are, bills. there are settlements. Yeah, but then you really have to get hurt. Yeah. Not just ask, minor. Don't ask me how I know now, but ask me how I know after this. Because I know people okay. who have had that people. happen. I mean, they got hurt, but they, they're not like. You know, they're not rolling around in a wheelchair right now, you know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, cue our Facebook page, like, yeah, my uncle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <coughs> I know a guy. Okay. He's never been right point. since. So, <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair I haven't been right ever, so that's another story. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and may we say rest in peace to the wonderful Wilfred Brimley. Yes, I saw that today. Cocoon. So, yeah. And many others. 85 years old. That's a good age. That's Think a about good that age. for a second, though. I Did you think he was 85 for the last 30 years? Pretty much. I thought he was 85 <laughs> the first time I ever saw him, so I'm not going to argue. Thought he was, I thought he was at least in his 70s in Cocoon, and he was like 40. <laughs> exactly. Never going to get old, never die. And you're just like, okay. that guy's really old already. But he wasn't. He, he wasn't. wasn't. He played he old well. He also had a really great Twitter account that I was only uh, privy to now that he has passed on. Um, uh, yeah, and he somebody suggested like, will we ever? Somebody asked him something like, will we ever see you wrestle in the WWE? And he was like, these are my only acceptable nicknames, and it was like Kilford Brimley, Diabetes, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it was oh, it was great, great. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. Um, Oh, um, uh, the Under Quaker. That's another one I enjoy. <laughs> so yeah, that was good. So did you have a good weekend? I did. I did. We went to the beach yesterday with nice. uh, some people. I'll let you know who later. And then today we've just kind of been lazying around the house, which is really nice to do. Yeah. 
Day and then two. I have to. No, I have to ask the wife when I have to go to the store again next for whatever else that she needs because it's basically my job to go to the store. Yeah, um, so I did that today. I went to the store, and that's the reason I had to stop at Quick Trip or uh, Stop and Shop because I forgot carrots. For the last three weeks, I have forgotten baby carrots. Ah, it's yes, terrible, yes. and it's a good snack. So you know, it is a good snack. Yeah, yeah. So, I prefer yeah. the actual real carrots because you can. Chop on them for a bit longer, but they take a little bit more work. Yeah, and also, yeah, let's work on your Bugs Bunny impression too. Exactly. <laughs> I have a spot on my arm. I don't know if it's a bruise or um, or Just a mark. Could be. It doesn't hurt yet. So, yes. <laughs> so, so if it happened a while ago, it would be hurt if you touched it now. Well, it only happened like an hour and a half ago. That's enough time. That's mm -hmm. more than enough time. Here's all of your endorphins and all of your adrenaline is back down to normal. So it would hurt yeah. if you touched it. And it was really well, my knee hurts a little bit. Well, your knee hurts. <laughs> you know, it really hurts. Oddly enough, my arch, my left arch. I don't know about that one. That's not something to do with a trip or a slip. Yeah, well, it didn't hurt before that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair well, anyway, we're here to not talk about me mysterious medical ailments of old men. We're here to talk about Ultraman Zet and Episode 7, His Majesty's Medal. Yes. Um, yes, indeed. And we have our... Uh, it aired on 8-1-2020. Koichi Sakamoto is our director, and it was written by Sotaro Hayashi. Okay. And uh, our brief synopsis here is Riku Akasura was kidnapped by someone. By someone. Uh, Riku's hidden power is being used to create something evil. These are all explanation, exclamation points, by the way. Of course. Of and the course. enemy's powerful Belial fusion monsters appear. As peril befalls our heroes, Ultraman, Z's ma Ultraman Z's master, Ultraman Zero, appears. There's a shock. Um, mm. <laughs> <coughs> shatter the enemy's ambitions, Z, Z Jeed, and Zero. Co-starring Wilford Primley. But, uh, Fair enough. Yeah, Fair enough. enough. Why not? <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, we kind of knew that was going to happen. Um, so we have uh, we have Riku opening up. Uh, well, we actually have... Uh, it opens have with uh, Zero inside it, the monster. Well, it's in some <laughs> sort of a storm. And well, he's, still in, he's, still in the, he's still in the Bulletin monster. Is he where he's supposed to be? Yeah, he's still in the dimensional nonsense and doohickery of that. Okay. okay. Yeah. I was trying to figure out what he wills. But then, then he uses his shining star drive to be right, able to, to get out of the thing. Right. Right. And then we get to our uh, credits. Then we and get then, to Riku. Right. Who is eating um, noodles. You know what's funny? We have those same noodles at our, uh, at our company Quick Trek. As oh really? Yeah, with the exact same. I, I'm pretty sure it's the same writing and everything. They're just like nice. I think there's a little bit of English on the package, and we have the same noodles. And I was like, yeah, look at that. <laughs> yeah, okay, and what's great is like Haruki is like, I'm not gonna let this kid outdo me eating noodles, and they're they're both looks like they're having some crazy eating contest. Of course, of course. <laughs> and look, you crazy. can put as many ramen, empty ramen packages as you want around somebody. But that's heavy. That's it is very, very of, heavy. After one bowl of that, salt. <laughs> the salt alone. I know. Oh. I know. You need oh, a my. ton of water just to try to wash it all down. Oh God, that stuff is wicked. Um, yeah, I can't eat it anymore. There's mm, no. If I do try to make them, I'm going to use half the packet that they give you. And then I'll use it the other half on something else because there's no way I can eat that yeah. much salt. What I usually do is I'll I'll make it as just noodles, and then I'll add it to my like stir fried chicken or something. Oh, okay, that'll work. So you're not eating that that like giant package of MSG and whatnot. <laughs> All right, All yeah. right, fair enough. Yeah. So um, Riku um, pretends to be a uploader from a paranormal channel on uh, like youtube and he right. says it's the aib so what does that sound like does something search people of course more connections <laughs> uh so um 
two storage guys come show up and they're like, all right, we need Riku to come with us. And uh, Hebakura just decks one of them. Yeah. He says, you I guys mean, aren't real. And decks one, which is yeah. great. They're like, what are you doing, Captain? He's like, ah, Captain's instinct. <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, they're robots. Yes. Robots, if you will. Of course. Of course. Robots. So uh, they, there's a fight with the with um, the people uh, in storage and the robots. Yeah, and Riku hurts his or not Riku. Um, um, sure, Haruki uh, hurts his hand. Um, of course. Yeah, because they're metal. Even though they don't look metal, they look more composite. But who am I to argue? It's don't a show. Don't argue. <laughs> so he actually escape. He actually escapes with. Uh, he act, they actually escape with uh, Riku because right they teleport um, they him teleport over. him out yeah yeah and so they've got him hooked up to a machine and they're draining him of samples of his belly factor right and I I'm trying to figure out how that works but I just went right with okay time <laughs> yeah exactly yeah alien tech <laughs> the old of doctor course. the old Doctor Who slash uh, uh, Star Trek alien tech alien tech. Yeah, uh, okay. exactly. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Kaburagi mixes it with uh, Gilvalis' Devil Splinter and creates a stable belly metal. Now, yeah. using information extracted by Yuka, Haruki, and Yoko, storm the abandoned factory in order to save Riku, um, while Hebukora also storms the factory to silently participate as Juggler's Juggler. Yes. Uh, yes. So they're getting their, their keisters handed to them. And. Uh, Haruki's like, okay. Uh, he he gets possessed and his by Ultraman Zet and Zet's right. like, do you think? Do it. Do the thing. And he does it like in full view. He's like, wait, what are you doing? This isn't. He goes, just do this. You got to do this. And he switches places with it. Yeah. And he, we see we see for the first time in a long time uh, regular sized ultra fighting. Yes. And for some reason, and this is the thing that confused me. He can only exist for 50 seconds in human form. Sure. Okay. Right away, you have to go with science again. Because it's more <laughs> its more compressed. That's why. I guess. Yeah. Because he says it's, it's much more exhausting. Perhaps the gravity affects him differently. Being, you know, he's used to being a huge Hulk. Just go with the science. Just go yeah. with the space science. I'm sure. working on sure. it. Sure. Um, so... He then uh, accidentally reduces Yoko uh, to a little bit of a dance partner, and yes, uh, forming it. it was so silly. great. <laughs> it was See, just so fun. <laughs> he, he's using her to beat up these guards, swinging Have her, her legs around and stuff. People. Yeah, and she's got this big smile on her face, like they're doing a dance. Just loving every second of it. So <laughs> awesome. And now I'm upset that I called the last episode when you're a Zet, you're a Zet all the way because it would have worked so much better with this one. It <laughs> damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. That's the way that's the way it works, my friend. How would you know? No, you don't know until you know. Exactly. Um, then um the uh let's see here. Um Then Jugless appears. Yeah, that's right. He also Riku. battles a robot to right. help Riku. Right. And then you see him transform back into human form from mm -hmm. his juggler form. Right. He's and like, then, just don't tell anybody. <laughs> go ahead. He's like, don't tell anybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's like, now are you convinced I'm, I'm one of the good guys? <laughs> and Riku's like, yeah, okay. Um, so uh, Kabagari challenges the two ultras by shuffling through three Belial fusion monsters at his disposal, which is pretty crazy. Well, um, he has Belial, Gamora, and Red King to become right. a Skull Gamora Belial fusion. Yeah, so we've oh, seen Skull Gamora before. That's pretty I've great. Seen Skull Gamora, but not the Skull Gamora Belial fusion, which is yeah. just a new concept. It's then then colors, we see Thunderkiller and uh, Padanium Zeton. Yes. So that's crazy. It's insane. Yeah. And and just awesome, like, instant transformation. Like, holy crap, they can change. And it's like, yeah, yeah. that's why he needed, that's why he needed the uh, Belial factor is they needed it to, I don't know why they needed it for that, but sure, okay. Um, why not? For science, come on. <laughs> <laughs> the bell's getting a workout. Everything at this point. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I shouldn't have had a glass of milk before this. Um, <laughs> oh, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, no. Talking, I'm just phlegmy. It's terrible. Uh, <laughs> but so, I mean, uh, when this, yeah. when the Skullgamora Belial walks through town, every step he takes, more stuff blows up. Yeah, they're just okay. But, you know what? We we got more propane in the back, right? Bring it yeah. out. Come on, yeah. more propane. <laughs> uh, you know what? So re go ahead. I'm going to complain a little. Believe it or about. Not. Do you know what city destruction thing I'm kind of over is when they push a building and it just goes and it just never goes all the way down. It just sort of stops like three quarters. It goes down like it can't, yeah. it can't out at like a 25, yeah. 22 degree angle or something. Yeah. Like yeah. I'd like to see <laughs> more like cracks or something, just something. Just a little bit more. I mean, we it's see it. It's very hard see, to do with the cardboard boxes that they're using. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I I would like to think that you're going to get such hate for that one, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> people are going to be like, cardboard boxes, Jesus Christ, Pat, come on. <laughs> Please address yeah. all mail to, all Pat, mail to me. I to will Pat care of podcast at gmail.com or post in our Facebook group with angry yes. emojis. You can um, yell at me. I will take it. I'm fine. Yep. We all know their stunts. We all know their props. <laughs> oh, we all know their props, but cardboard boxes, Patrick. Okay. Whatever um, they whatever the prop is, they didn't build the prop to fall apart like you're yeah. asking for them. To yeah, make. they're just kind of like make it lean. That's all. Make it lean. Yeah. We'll put it put another building in front of it. We'll make that one lean. And it's like you just wanted to you could make Crumble it fall over little. behind the other building and then one would see I don't know. Maybe I'm you at, want the crack. You want it all. I understand. <laughs> I understand that. Look, there's a lot of monsters in this episode. Exactly. There's a lot going on. <laughs> a lot of transformations. What, yeah. What more do you want from us, dude? Okay. Like, <laughs> well, you're we, telling them what more you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you're come pitching, smart guy. Come on. <laughs> exactly. And remember, yeah. it's got to be 22, 24 minutes long. So you really can't do everything. I know. Exactly. <laughs> so. Uh, Zero shows up just after the two ultras are, uh, so things are not looking good. The color timers have gone off. Right. They both transform and then they fight and then their color timer goes off and right. then Zero shows up. Right. Right. So, uh, Zero's like, oh, now, well, let me show you guys you how it's with done. the battle? I'm sorry. I'm going to interrupt you. Yeah, did please. You notice with the battle before Zero appears, how the battle was shot? from underneath everybody yeah that's all digital is that all that's digital? all digital oh that's insane i think so that that looks too it was too smooth and the, the, I, i'm, I'm telling say, you i bet you a nickel that's all digital i'll see your nickel and raise you a dime that it's not Ooh. all digital 15 cents on the table <laughs> Science patrollers. So, if anybody knows for if anybody sure, knows, let us know. yeah, that'd be great because uh, <laughs> looking to get some sweet penny candy at Old Man Rooney. So, <laughs> what seriously? Just... Is there anything you can get for a nickel? No, no. That's why the, the government's actually probably going to very shortly get rid of pennies because you can't I, do I don't anything want that. with them. I like they're pennies. going to. I don't want it. But the I like problem pennies. is, it costs I like them to go, two cents. I know what it cost them, Patrick. <laughs> I don't. I'm just doesn't saying. Mean I like it. I didn't like it either, <laughs> but it's going to happen. It, it. I don't know when, but it's looking they, more and more like they're they going to happen. They keep doing that, but the zinc lobby is very strong. Apparently, that's what I'm told. Oh, I'm not sure. Sure. <laughs> Look, they, they've got two things, Pat: lifeguards' noses and pennies. And pennies. That's what oh, it's got. Supplements. There's zinc supplements. Too. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, coldies, lifeguards' noses, and pennies. That's all you yeah, got. That's all Zinc has. <laughs> Corrections to Ultraman Podcast at gmail.com. Somebody's going to be like, you know that zinc is used for blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> 500 oh, I, other things that you will list. Zinc was, was used for that because I don't, I have no idea. Exactly. Um, we make stuff up as we go, and we know we do. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm checking something because now I have a B in my bonnet. Um, okay. Well, I'll go on. Then yeah, we please. get our um, we the underneath battle first, and then we get the Belial Ace Killer Ella King transformation into 
into Thunderkiller. And then that's where he knocks Z into the building, where you right. didn't like it, that the building doesn't actually have... No, no, that part, when he knocks Z into the building, it's great, because he, he knocks him into the building, and it it falls apart. It's when the... It's when... Uh, 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 angry corn Godzilla comes stomping through, oh, okay. and he's just okay. pushing buildings aside, like get out of the way. That they're just kind of like, boink, boink, you know, like. Yeah, all right, fair enough. And then Zero appears, and he somehow reversed time to get out of the black hole that he was in in the beginning of the episode. Right. Sure. 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 Okay. Yeah. Fine. That's, so that's work. Yeah, I know. I know. Then we have all three Ultras. Right. Z does an instant transformation into his Beta Smash form. Jeed, of course, then has to transform into his Galaxy both Galaxy Burst form. And <laughs> now they both have their Lance weapons, whatever they are, of course, which they now use against the monster. Right. All three decide to use whatever powers they have all at the Thunder Killer. To right. finally blow it up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot and of work. I know. I know. And Jugless picks up the ID card of what is his name? Kamagura? Uh hang on. I was I was doing two things at once. Oh, sorry. Um, no, I was trying to look up if there's any place you could buy something for fifteen cents. Like oh. on eBay or something, because there's got to be some like weird Chinese thing you buy a diode or something and they'll ship it to you for free. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> um, his name um, is uh, Kaburagi because Kaburagi. Uh, yeah, Hebikara discovers it uh, after he has a fight with the guy, all beat up. Right. Okay. Yeah. But so, um, let's yeah. So What's zero that? zero sods off to return to the intergalactic defense force. Right. Uh, like, I have to go before my dad yells at me. Um, proving then, Dan Moroboshi still a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and then a, the spaceship shows up, and yep. Pega appears out of the ground. Ooh, Pega. Exactly. And said, no, no, no. You can go fight in another dimension. You don't have to be here. And right. Riku also then decides to leave. Right, right. Okay. So, um, yeah, he's going to go search for the remaining de devil splitters. Right. In other universes. You guys? Oh, oh I'm not the one yawning. This is all rich yawning. It's only nine o'clock this time. You yawned twice. You just were <laughs> real quiet about it. You remember, you're on video now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, too. Yeah. yeah. And then Haruki swears to protect Earth for his departing seniors. Exactly. Yeah. Good stuff. Now, I think you're right. They did have a few too much crammed into this episode. I'm not bet. complaining. Don't get me no, wrong. It was, I just think that that's the reason you got you didn't get a lot of, um, hey, we're going to, if you have a monster like doing a big um, rampage through the city like that, and you have buildings that are actually going to crumble, if that dude makes a mistake, you don't have time to reset that building with true. all of what's going on here. True, true. You know what I'm saying? You do have very limited time. You have probably about a week to get this half hour show in, so you better yeah. get everything right. Yeah, so maybe they were like, look, uh, as much as we would like to have him walk through a giant block of apartments, because it always looks awesome, um, let's just do the old push ruse and then, uh, you know, because there's two more monsters we have to have in here. And, exactly. uh, yeah. It's, it's not great. Um, so, um, uh, trivia for this episode. Go ahead. Uh, storage's operation name for this episode contains references to Ultraman Jeed Magnificence activation announcement. Okay, I don't sure. remember what the, act, what the code name for was. Um, but I do like that Hebacora consistently makes up the longest operation names. <laughs> Like another long one, huh? And he's like, What? I didn't think that was so bad. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it, was. it was like Operation Go Get Riku from the Bad Guys so we can rescue him, save the day, come back, have tea, and then maybe later we'll watch wrestling on television. You know, <laughs> hey, exactly. Exactly. Um, and the various cover ups for Riku's appearance directly reference the SSP. Hey, 
Oh, there you uh, go. AI, AIB because he calls it Channel AIB, and Guy Kerr and I because Riku states that um, he is a, a wanderer. wanderer. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, Riku Akasura being a YouTube uploader is an in joke because there is a YouTuber of the same name. Ah. So they shouted him out. Hey, you know, okay. you know what else is interesting about the actor who plays Riku? He you and tell. I share the same birthday. I think his is a little later than yours, though. Yeah, dude, I, I realize I'm 30 years older than he is. But... <laughs> yeah. Oh, Sorry, I got I my... have to point these things out. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. He's going to be 20 this year. Um, yes, he was born in 2000. Oh, God, the age. Oh, yeah. the age. Yeah, yeah, take that. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of take that, my enrollment for AARP arrived yesterday. Oh, yeah, I remember getting that. I remember getting that. And I actually like, asked the wife, do I want to sign this thing to get the magazine? She's like, do you feel old? I'm like, no. Okay, then don't. I mean, yeah, every day of my life. But <laughs> I'm like, do I really? I'm like, what kind of? I'm like, all right, it's 16 bucks. Am I going to get anything for my 16 bucks? Well, hmm. it's supposed to be relatively decent, but I'm not paying for it yet. I'm, I don't <laughs> consider myself old yet. Until you until you qualify for the senior coffee at Burger King. <laughs> right, which is fifty five. It. So it's not that yeah. far off from me. Ooh. <laughs> That's nice. That's something to look forward yeah. to. Two and a half years, so I'll be there. <laughs> but you know, you can only have that with a fish sandwich. That's the only thing. Oh, no, I think you're allowed to have it with any kind of thing. I they don't give you think a... so. Every time I see old people in there like, I need a fish sandwich. And a, uh, a senior, not a coffee, a senior coffee. Very important, <laughs> it's a senior coffee. Because you charge him 85 cents, that old man will cane you. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I didn't fight the Kaiser to be jerk like this. Sure, he says. Very old. At this point, 85 is probably Korean War. It's not even World War II anymore. No, no, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but. I don't know anybody that you can reference in, in the, the Korean, Korean War. I didn't find Kim. I didn't. Kim I didn't Jung escape in a helicopter from Ho Chi Minh City to be charged eighty-five cents. No, for that's a cup Vietnam. Of <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting all his wars mixed up. <laughs> oh God, that's all right. I told. <laughs> I said somebody shot a rubber band at me. My friend Muhammad at work shot a rubber band at me. He's like, hey, can you have that rubber band back? I'm like, what rubber band? He's like, it's right there. I'm like, where? He's like, it's in front of you. I'm like, I don't see it. And it's right between your feet. I'm like, oh, it's a black rubber band on a black padded floor. floor. I'm like, that's why I didn't see it. He goes, it's a black thing. You're racist. I'm like, no, it proves I don't see color. Thank you. (laughs) He was like... He was like, whoa, shields were up, huh? I'm like, yes, sir. Thank you. Here's your rubber band. (laughs) So, yeah. So, that's good stuff. Um, So, coming up next is going to be Ultraman Orb, episode 22, right? Yes. Am I correct? Yeah. So, we're going to be right back after uh, this brief musical interlude. Ultraman Orb episode, oh, ball, it's 22. 22. 22. 22. Unmarked Cafe. That's right. Um, it's a lighter episode this time out, but man, yes, I absolutely. dug the heck out of this one. I enjoyed this one to no end. Now yeah. we'll get to it. The monster is goofy, but okay. I, I'll tell you why. I didn't say it, you did. Yeah. Oh, the monster's <laughs> totally goofy. Um, okay. But uh, air date. 12-3-2016. Really, Chino is our director, written by Kyoko uh, Katsuya. And uh, let's see here. The Unmarked Cafe, of course, 22nd episode of Ultraman Orb. Uh, the Black Star Cafe, unmarked on any maps, serves wonderful coffee. When the SSP take a visit, they soon learn that its owner and its regular customers aren't quite human after all. Co-starring Donna Michi. Oh, of course. Oh, well, of course. You know, co-star of uh, uh, Willow. Or, uh, <laughs> not Willow. Cocoon. Cocoon. 
Yeah. Or, it's another one of those spoiler. 80s one-word multiple-syllable movies. <laughs> <laughs> Willow was Tom Cruise, wasn't it? No. Yeah, I think that. No. No, Val Kilmer. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Val okay. Kilmer. Fair Good enough. Grief, Fair enough. God. I know. <laughs> what are you going to do? Please address all mail to <laughs> Ultraman Podcast. <laughs> Go ahead, um, send it all my way. I'll deal with it. <laughs> Shuba Callan and several VTL squad officers investigate a crash site from space trash. Uh, yes. so there's been reports that um, space trash hits the Earth, and at the same time, several UFOs were picked up by the radars as they tried to leave Earth. Among the things salvaged from that crash site was extraterrestrial coffee beans. Yes. And a small piece of a uh, coffee like a uh, burlap sack. A burlap sack with a right. cafe black star mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. Now, meanwhile, uh, back at the ranch, news of a strange coffee shop called the Cafe Black Star uh, went viral on the internet. Whoever goes to the coffee shop would never, f- would soon forget its original location after having uh, just one ta- uh, cup of their delicious coffee. Right, they um, would say it was the best coffee they ever had, right. and could never find it again, even though they wanted to go back to it. Right now, okay. believing that this is a big scoop, uh, they quickly rush out, and guy simply just watches. Uh, right, he circles the same location. They, they are, uh, they are. Uh, you know, they're they're in the same vicinity, basically. Um, yes, and so they come and they, to where they think it is in the right, Black Star. Black Star Prefecture of Shibuya or something like that. Of course. Of course. Black Star section of Shibuya. And they're like, there's nothing here. This is and uh, Shin's like, no wait, I have something, a uh, new invention that you can see right. uh, and another type you, of light, and they find it. Shockingly. And that's yeah. where the science bell comes in again. Use a spectrovisor. Right, thank you. Oh, that's right, yes. visor the best to find this cafe. They're making like faces in front of him, and they're like, "Can you see in this?" And he's like, "Yes, I can see everything." Okay. <laughs> oh, but so, this this cafe, I have mm-hmm. to say, having worked in any number of bars, yeah. is a bar. It's yeah. not a coffee place. This is an actual bar. I have seen coffee places that look like that. Really. Yeah, where they make it with like little, like fiddly machines and things that get, like the that kind of weird drip thing they were doing. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's your fancy coffee. That's fancy coffee. Okay, yeah, that's those are baristas with, uh, um, what do you call it? You know those things that they wear in bars that that like gaiters around their, oh, their, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, their, their biceps to keep their sleeves out of the drinks. Yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's what you're gonna see. Yeah, you're gonna well, have your barista gonna have a tie. He may have a uh, a very um, you know a nice uh, pencil vest, mustache, of a course, vest for sure. No, he has a vest on. Not only um, a pencil mustache, a pencil mustache with the wax to make it go twirl, twirly. Yes, if he, if it's long enough, he definitely <laughs> has wax. Um, um, in this day and age, he's probably uh, got full sleeve tattoos. Um, of course, possibly of course. a monocle. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> And considering now that that they're charging, now I want coffee. One thousand two hundred thirty yen for a cup yeah. of coffee, which is I'm bucks. figuring twelve dollars exactly. Twelve and bucks they, for a cup of coffee. That's a really expensive cup of coffee. Yeah, it's now, not. I'm it's sure not when you cheap. were, I'm sure it's great. But like when you were at Starbucks, was there a twelve dollar cup of coffee? No, you could okay. make you could make a drink into a twelve dollar drink, um, but you had to add a lot of stuff to it. Yeah, yeah. It's also eleven dollars and sixty cents, according to today's or the last uh, conversion. Okay, that's close enough. Yeah, I'm we're going with twelve dollars. I'm just saying. <laughs> that's all. I'm going. Yeah, yeah. The yen has risen lately. So okay. Yeah. <laughs> Financial news brought to you by the Science <laughs> Patrol. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair but, enough. But uh, yeah, uh, no. There's. I think the. Like the cheapest, the most expensive cup of black coffee is probably four dollars, and I'm gonna go so far as to say four fifty, maybe. Okay. For okay. twenty twenty ounce black a giant coffee. size cup of coffee. It's a fair, fairly big cup of coffee. Um, right. I mean, you're not gonna compete with your Seven Elevens and your and your Quick Checks and your McDonald's, is everything's a, a dollar. Um, right. You're going for this is really good coffee, and you 
really want to add all the other nonsense that we're going to put in your coffee anyway. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I enjoy McDonald's coffee now. It used to be absolute bilge water. It's, but, it used to be burnt. I haven't had a cup of coffee from McDonald's in forever. It used to be yeah, burnt. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm going to sell you, Patrick Rooney. Let me tell you. Um, they bought, when, when Tim Hortons came to America, right. they decided to get a cheaper coffee supplier. So they got okay. a cheaper coffee supplier. McDonald's decided to get Tim Hortons old supplier. Really? So, the so now they have Tim Hortons, Tim Hortons coffee. Technically Tim Hortons coffee. Oh, now I can go back because Tim Hortons yes, has can. some good coffee. Yeah. Not now they don't, but well, now <laughs> Tim, they're gone. Tim yeah. Hortons hasn't had good coffee in some time. Cause I remember was super excited when Tim Hortons moved in. Coffee's not great. I'm like, I'm not excited by this. So <laughs> yeah, McDonald's, McDonald's coffee, not too bad. So okay. yeah, what's great is, uh, uh, Jed is trying to get uh, a cup of coffee. They're like, black coffee, black coffee. He's like, yeah, can I get mine with a lot of milk? <laughs> exactly. He may as well have been like, can I get it in a Fred Flintstone mug? That'd be you don't mind. <laughs> yeah. That'd be my favorite. Exactly. <laughs> so they they love it. They're, this is the best, absolute, you know, Best stuff, and they they always right. spot a picture of uh, regulars for the Black Star Cafe, and um, Jed notices that one of them is Babaru, right? Yes, and he's like, yeah, he was pretty hot headed before he changed, and um, and now he, he's all calm and right. Gave up I his dreams, and- yeah, gave up his dreams, <laughs> and he's like, oh, well, so you gave up your dreams too? He goes, yeah, I wanted to invade the Earth, and they're like, oh, oh that's kind of interesting, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then they see uh, a red Teru Teru Bozu as the shop's good luck charm. A Teru now, Teru Bozu pet is a is a handcrafted thing to that a lot of Japanese, um, and I want to say ladies primarily because that's the article I read last night said, um, they handcraft like these little ghosts. I don't know why this one was red particularly because they're usually not. They're usually white. Okay, um, but they're handcrafted ghosts. Yeah. It's a okay. good luck charm that you hang, like, especially during the rainy season for sunny days. Ah. So maybe it's a, like a metaphor. Hey, for, you know, we're doing this for good times. So every, you know, everybody has sunny days. Okay. Um, Fair enough. Fair enough. And um, so. Uh, so then looking at it. Yeah. And so Shin tries to get data from the shop, but uh, they're like, uh, no, we're close. Thank you very much. Yeah. Beat it. See you later. Get out. Yeah. So as they leave, Guy comes in, of course. <laughs> of course, of course. And he w- he seems to know the owner and just oh, yeah. orders coffee right well, of away. Of course he does, sure. Yeah, of course. Of course. Does. Yeah. And he's like, have you seen you-know-who? And he's like, no. Yeah. Look, uh, mm-hmm. you guys are going to fight all the time. And then yeah. uh, the female customer comes over and tries to attack Guy with a uh, like a lightning bolt. And he's like, no, we don't do that inside. Yeah. The owner says, no, 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 take it outside. We don't fight right. in here. We fight outside. We know this. So uh. Uh, he leaves, and uh, all the, you know, the uh, woman be- finally reveals herself to be an alien pit, and the pictures of the regulars also reveal the, their true forms uh, right. on the wall, right. the polar up, which is pretty snappy. Um, I did like hey! it. I saw Adana. <laughs> <laughs> The alien pit decides to catch the last ship since she wanted to taste his coffee for the final time. She's also his last customer as he will close the shop. Um, and she says, hey, you can have a ride in my ship. Um, and he's like, nah, me and the um, me and Nova are going to be fine. And uh, she's like, you know, the Dada ship was hit by trash causing coffee beans to come out. That's how the humans found you. And uh, he's like, all right. And so they get out. Um, aside from finding a new planet, the alien pit's going to try to search for a man. Exactly. Of course, why not? Yeah. <laughs> Steve Lowe. Coming up next on Ultraman Love Boat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course. Uh, so, uh, so now they run to the Black Star area again. Right. And start to ask about his Bezu or Bozu. And of course, now the Bozu has become a giant, which is, it's about the goofiest suit I think I've ever seen. It's up there. Okay. It's up there. Yes. 
but the the owner of the the cafe becomes the black commander inside right. of the nova that's kind of what you kind of expect a guy who works in shop like that to look like <laughs> 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 that that's for goth night when they have yeah. goth night there's some guy in the corner spinning two turntables you know, exactly <laughs> exactly that's who you see in the corner like whoa he really gussied <laughs> up for the, for it. Um, oh. Now, despite despite its really odd and strange appearance, and it's being it's very plain, it is a monster enough to pose a very big threat to Ultraman Orb. Right, because he uses his Burnmite transformation first, right. battles against the Nova, and doesn't do a darn thing. Nope, and it's a, it breathes some like red gas at him. It's, it's swatting exactly. around. Yeah, and Orb, Orb tries to squash the head, and you can see the head is just basically like, a giant <laughs> balloon. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I see what you're going for here. <laughs> you're going for silly. Okay. I'm on board. I like it. I like it. <laughs> so he finally got, you know, gets, gets fed up, becomes Orb Origin, and destroys uh, Nova with the Supreme Caliber. Of course. Of course. As you do. Of course. Why wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah. Um, approaching the manager who's now grieving over Nova's loss, Guy reminds him that Nova's actions were wrong, and even if it's gone, he still has his customers. The manager smiles and disappears, right. uh, leaving behind the front sign of his shop. At the SSP base, the team mourns for no longer being able to taste that coffee again, and Shubakawa busts into their office to reveal a mysterious place called Ramen Black Star. <laughs> yeah. And you got to figure it's the same thing, but yeah. Okay, that's the end of this episode. Well, just yep. you know, it's not going to come up again. It was a one-off monster. Yeah. Okay, fine. I'd like <laughs> to see. I'd like to see in future series somebody showing back up at Ramen Blackstar. Um, yeah, Blackstar. Anything. And yeah, that guy. Know. That guy would be nice to show up. He could. Be, ooh, he could be the series Huggy Bear. <laughs> right. It could be just right. selling drugs to everybody. Selling I don't mean like that. I mean like he's the informant. <laughs> I know I what you meant, but it's a dope dealer. Was oh, yes, you do. Was a hockey bear a pimp? Or was he was both? a pimp and a, he was both. He no. was a pimp and the drug dealer. You got to diversify, sure. Exactly. I'm sure he stole car radios, too. I, why not? <laughs> why not? Um, uh, you notice? you notice who was our... our um, our hero in the uh, orb ring in the ultra hero special study at the end. No, I didn't. Look Ultraman at that Leo. Are you there? Yeah. I missed you. What'd you say? I didn't hear that. Ultraman list. Leo. Uh, warrior hailing from planet L 77 in the Leo constellation. Oh he master of space martial arts, space, space, space. martial arts. <laughs> Your final frontier. These are the voices. I gotta stop. Gotta go with um, um, to defeat um, to defeat uh, a variety of evildoers. So yeah, I thought that was funny. And then oh, the orb, other the enemy was of course Zeton. Yes. Um, yeah, I would. I would see black. Let me see if black owner shows up again. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna doubt it. The Black Star owner. I'm gonna doubt it highly because we're like you said. We're at episode 22. We only have 25 episodes, so it's not really okay. much. To I can. I'll even give you a. I'll even give you a, an even better piece of news. Go ahead. This is not even his first appearance. Where was he in this already? I'll give you a bigger hint than that. You oh, don't want to watch it. It's in Leo. Oh no. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> yes, Ultraman Leo episode forty, Terror of the Saucer Race series, Mac annihilated the flying saucer is a living creature. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> oh no, that's too long a name. I that think Evacora is, is taking the from that to oh. name his operations. Because <laughs> that sounds like Operation Terror of the Saucer Race series. Mac annihilated the flying saucer is a living creature. What? <laughs> Sorry, could you leave any of the the plot out at all? No. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thanks. I thought I thought you'd appreciate that that he does. He's in another. He's in another series. 
That's but amazing. it's Leo. That is amazing. <laughs> All roads lead to Leo. Damn it. God, no. I know we're eventually going to get back do. there. <laughs> so it's, I feel like the end of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, no matter which way we, end, where we turn, it, we're back at the damn house again. Exactly. <laughs> and who's in the front door? Dan Marboshi cracking his knuckles. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> yep, yep. Um... Now, do you have any more information on Nova or Bezu? Or we are Bezu, clicking on Nova right now. Oh, okay. Uh, Nova is a saucer beast, um, 0.1 to 57 meters tall, um, 20 grams to 10,000 tons. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First appearance, Ultraman Leo episode 48. Oh, good Lord. Terror, Terror of the Saucer Race series. The giant bird saucer attacks Japan's archipelago. The archipelago, yeah, that's what Japan archipelago. is. Sorry about that. That's yeah. quite all right. So there you go. That's brief appearance there. Then ultra, also full appearance in Ultraman Leo episode 49, Terror of the Saucer Race series, the red assassin who beckons death. Oh, good God. Look. The, the oh names of those are making me want to watch this. No, <laughs> no, really not. <laughs> really Anywho. not. <laughs> Anywho's a deal, but, um, I'm not going to read his history from Ultraman Leo because that won't help. Because, no. Well, only because um, I don't want it to be like, oh, he was in Ultraman Medius too. Okay. And he's also in Ultra Galaxy Mega Monster Battle. Sure, Jeez. sure. Wow, and is that? Oh no, I thought it was. Uh, I thought there's a couple of monsters that I recognize, and one I thought was uh, um, Geronimon. You know, the one with all the feathers, but it wasn't. Yes. Great, so. that's fine. Um, he's in Ginga, and he's in Orb. Does he show up any later than that? No. Um, well, they'll use him again a couple of years from now. Sure, why not? Um, uh, he can change size. He's got a doll form. He can attach to a human's body and control their actions. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, and he can become a flying saucer. Okay. Sure. And sure. The, gas, the gas he does is red crazy gas. <laughs> of course Ooh. it is. Want some of that red crazy gas, baby. <laughs> oh, uh, he's got a red zone by spinning his body in a circle. Uh, it can rain <coughs> red. That's kind of creepy. Um the Nova Laser, the Hell Ball. Ooh. Oh, sure. Oh, we saw him do that when he blasted the uh, blue light out of his. Um, oh, is that what it is? The blue light was a Hell Ball. Okay, yeah. sure. The right arm extending whip. We saw that. The left arm yeah. sickle blade. Okay, sure. Jeez. And he can teleport. That seems. Yeah, he did just teleport because <laughs> he got out of the way of one of the one of the attacks. It just so seems. That. that seems. Not necessary. <laughs> Good grief. That seems like overkill, you guys. I don't I know about that. But that's all right. Yeah, just that's a smidgel. Right. Just a smidgel. Okay. So that's it. Those are our two um, episodes for this week. And, uh, again, I'm, I, I, I feel like we're, we're in a nice... Flying right through this. ...comfortable pocket of goodness right now where both yes. of the things we're watching is so good that it Absolutely. can't... We can't help but ruin it by going and <laughs> watching Leo. But like I said, we're gonna when we get to the Ultraman Orb movie, we'll do a, uh, a special episode for that. Okay. And then we'll just do a single episode of Zet, so that we can uh, maybe it'll be a, a double episode uh, week for us. Yeah, that'll be fun. That'll yeah. be fun. We can figure um, that out. Yeah, and then um, then when we get done with that, we'll. We'll figure out what our next series is. Sounds good. Sounds good, <laughs> you, my friend. You've got that look on your like, I know what it's going to be. You're no, bad. it's not. You're not going to force me on Leo <laughs> right away. <laughs> You're going to give me something else. I don't know about that. We'll see. <laughs> but, uh, guys, rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, tell all your friends, I, even the one that you you know you think he's a little weird, but that's fine. Um, all your enemies, too. Like I said, we don't care. That's not, we're not, you know. As long as they listen. <laughs> they listen, they're not jerks about it. Um, and uh, guys, we need more of your interstitials again. Uh, again, 20 seconds. And if it's in another language, just please give us a translation of what you're saying. Um, 
you know, so that we don't find out in five years you've been bad mouthing us yeah. and laughing, laughing about it, <laughs> etc. Um, and that's about it. Um, thanks again to the guys from the uh, Ultra Fandom Wiki page because we couldn't do this nonsense without you. Absolutely not. That's a lot more work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think that's about it. And um, you got any um, got any movie recommendations? You see anything good recently? I haven't seen anything this week. I've been working on Randall's Island, trying to figure things out over there, and it's just insane. Nothing's oh, nice. clearly marked, and nothing is where it's supposed to be. So it's really interesting. Awesome. I'm trying to week, find it. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say all week we've tried to find a customer that we can't find on a cable that nobody knows where it goes. So hey. it's really exciting. <laughs> Ooh, it's a mystery. Is it the Black Star Cable Pat? Maybe. Maybe it's, it was. Maybe it's alien. You don't know. The only problem is this is where the water treatment plant is, so the smell is not good, and I don't have a good nose. That's great. Oh, it's not great. That's fantastic. Get yourself a little either eucalyptus oil or peppermint oil. And put it right underneath. Yeah. You'll be right as rain. So I used to do in my old machine shop when uh, we were cutting some noxious. It smelled like Optimus Prime farted. Like uh, for hours. It was terrible. Um, I gotcha. And I would use that and everybody's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, here, put this under your nose. And I did it and they were all like, we need more. And so I had I had to have Melena order like 12 bottles. <laughs> just to, uh, just to get everybody through it. <laughs> yeah, they were all like, this is great. How much do you need? It's $10 a bottle. They're like, yeah, yeah, great, fine. Or whatever it was. They were all more <laughs> right, than right. Yeah, It was pretty funny. So, all right. Gotcha. Well, we'll see you guys all in a week. And uh, thank you once again for tuning in. We love you very much. On behalf of the Science Patrol, I'm Rich Conroy. I'm Pat Rooney. Right forth, you guys. Take care, everybody. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcap.com. Post-production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. The Science Patrol can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, for the Science Patrol, I'm Gretchen Brooks from the Kaiju Cast.